okay. Huh? As I told George last week, it's from the late 1800s. Hmm. There's definitely updating that needs to be done here. Yeah, certainly could use a paint job. Yeah, but look at these bones. Huh? Amazing. You have to have a real vision for an old place like this. Well, my wife is a trained art restorer, so we're in good hands. <laughs> Why would someone just leave this here? This is so beautiful. Dairy farmers everywhere are falling on hard times. It's a, a tough business these days. Oh, so sad. It is sad. We'll make it happy. Before podcast, where my husband and I discuss the movie we watched the night before, and we are on special location. Well, this uh, time, tonight. Th this this is a special location, I guess you could say. This is a special location but, that we have come to. But part this of weekend. the premise of our podcast is we're always on location. Always on location. <clears throat> because we record our episodes in some sort of public spot the next day, over drinks. Or coffee, or snacks. Someplace locally owned um, that we love and want to share or want to check out. So we save our thoughts about the movie until the next day, so it can truly be the night before podcast. And um, But no, we're at a special location, and so this episode might even focus more on that location versus the movie, but we purposely picked a movie to go along with the location we had planned to be at. Well, at least at. we'd hoped. We'd hoped, <laughs> for sure. So the movie we'll be talking about shortly is Things Heard and Seen, Netflix film, starring... Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. We checked with Stephen Colbert how to make sure we pronounced her name correctly. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we'll get to our thoughts on the movie. It's right now, it's one of the popular streaming movies. It has a supernatural element... Which leads us into our location. To our location. We are still, typically we record from Florida. We are still in Florida. But, but we are not in Tampa anymore. We are in a town, we are at a hotel. Um, it's in the evening, it's a little after 9 p.m., so it's been almost the next day again. It's, it's a nighttime recording from, but we watched this film last night. Um, we're sitting at a hotel on the back, like, balcony area. Mm -hmm. So, um... You want to say a little bit more about it? Um, so we are sitting <clears throat> at the Hotel Casadega in Casadega, Florida, mm -hmm. which it's um, located in. It's one of well, it's one of the only historic well, it's, it's, it's a spiritual historic, camps it's a, in Florida. It's the largest spiritual camp, camp in the United States. In the South, I know. In the South, there's one in New York. Um, from what we've read. And um, so it's... But it's a concentration of psychics, mediums. <clears throat> psychics, mediums. Um, they. Um, we bought a little book that'll be posted on our Instagram. Sure. Yeah, our Instagram at Night Before Podcast. Um, and we have been intrigued for a long time to come here for various reasons. Um, it's about a day trip him and I. from us. It's a day trip from Tampa. Um, so we plan to come... Um, once we got, you know, this weekend and, uh, anyway, we're recording this on Memorial Day weekend. So we're like, what a better time. To so go. there's a spiritualist camp here. And then within the spiritualist camp is a hotel called Hotel Casadega. The hotel is supposed to be haunted, we but haven't, we haven't gone to bed yet. So we don't know. <laughs> and not haunted really in a scary way and haunted in just a spiritual way where, the basic premise of the people in the spiritualist camp here believe that um, that you can, can commune with the dead. So, um, you know, there's various thought processes, but that's kind of the basis of the thought process. Yeah, but and, even backing up that part, or the there's, belief. there's the hotel, which we're at, but the hotel is in the center. This town is tiny. It's not like, uh, you know, it's almost like a little community. There isn't, you know, there aren't stores. 
and things. No stores <laughs> or restaurants. Yeah. There's one restaurant in the um, hotel, the hotel, but there's no other restaurant. So it closed tonight at like three. It's like at three. <laughs> so we left town to go get some food. So we had to leave town to get dinner. Get but um, BBQ. Then but, we came um, back. But so, so this is a little community. When you enter Casadega, you know, if you blink, you miss it. But though you can't miss it during the day because there are a number of people here. And there's a... Um, I don't want to say a lot because I think you can go to any sort of major town and there'll be a lot more sort of places for psychic readings and, and things like that. it's not touristy looking. No, it's not like touristy. But I'm saying think. you drive through and you'll see a number of places all piled up next to each other, um, all offering There's not really a tourist readings. element to no, it and there's, at all. But you see the sign that says Casadega Spiritless Camp. And throughout this little area, I mean, it's walkable. It's tiny. Um, there's, there's a number meditation of, gardens. Yeah, little meditation gardens, parks, healing centers. Historic areas um, where the people who set this camp up in the 1800s. That, and that's the thing. It's been around for a long time since the 1800s, this, this spiritualist camp. And it's, it's just this little... It's beautiful and intriguing in old Florida. And um, so uh, well, back to the hotel, though. It's not haunted in a scary way. It's haunted in a way that they say, you know, like, bring your camera because you can see spiritual orbs mm -hmm. around the hotel. Now, we haven't necessarily seen any yet, if you believe in that sort of thing. But um, <clears throat> that's the way. So not, it's not meant to be like a scary haunted hotel. No, it's just a, it's just a, a very interesting place. Spiritual whether place. Yeah, It's very spiritual. Um, it's just an interesting place to explore if you're kind of open to those things. Um, yeah, and it's nothing, you know, there's not like a central figure. Any, you know, there's not like it's this, you're walking into this cult, cult camp type no, thing no, where no, there's just like a that. bunch of followers and, what, and, and, and whatnot. It's not like that. But I think it's people here seeking... Um, calm, seeking spiritual guidance, seeking connect to connect. Again, if you believe in that, connect with someone that has passed away um, or just kind of um, intrigued or just kind of like for or just get have in, a tarot reading or, or just a, get in tune. have a medium kind of Get in tune with your spiritually, center. Yeah, yeah. spiritually and just finding your place, whether no matter what you believe. They also teach classes. Like if you're wanting, if you feel like you have psychic elements to you, they teach classes of how to do palmistry and tarot readings and Reiki and stuff like yeah. that. So we're just here checking out. Like so we're we here got checking here, it out. We've we, always we, been intrigued by it. Yeah, we stayed um, in a neighboring town the previous night just because we wanted to kind of see a lot of the area. And we knew in Casadega, like we said, it's not like a touristy spot. There's not like a ton of things you're going to be doing. Right. And so we wanted to stay in the neighboring spot for a little bit, but then spend the next day here. But, um, but yeah, we kind of poked around a bit, a little bit today. We're going to do some more tomorrow. We're going to do There's a reading trails. tomorrow. There's little like hiking trails. It's on a beautiful lake. Um. <laughs> what is it? Is oh, it there's, there's a bunch of cats oh. running around, but there's like, like a cockroach oh, uh, <laughs> running okay. around. And the cats, we're trying to get the I cats. I thought the raccoon came over here. No, the no. raccoon okay. is across the street still. <laughs> it's not encountered. Um, but no, but that's one of the interesting things is um, like in our hotel room, and there's not a, like this is a super old hotel. There's, but beautiful. We, we've been calling it um, primitive hoteling. Yeah. Not like I said, it's not a rundown it's hotel. Primitive or anything. hoteling because it, it it's old. It's not uncomfortable or like a roadside motel. Like though I just way. mentioned it's a roach. Oh, um, we're outside. This is, is Florida. This there's is Florida. We're outside. There's bugs. always roaches. But um, there's palmetto bugs and stuff. It's outside. A, it has a. You can see on our Instagram. It has a beautiful patio. The it has ornate You know, has nice old Florida architecture. Yeah, it's, it's like all hardwood <laughs> floors inside. Yeah. It, it's um, a beautiful place, but it's um, but old, they, very old. And it, though they've kind of definitely kept it up and kept it beautiful, they haven't restored it to a modern piece. For example, the place we stayed at outside of Casadega, about 15 minutes away in another neighboring town, um, that was in a more old 
Spanish style mm-hmm. building that had been completely renovated and fancified with all the modern fancified. with all the modern things, hi-fi wi- you know, high-speed Wi-Fi, um, instant hot water that stays hot forever. Um, this is definitely not that an like older it, hotel. The water, you know, you don't have hot water right away. You don't have like a fridge in your hotel room. But none of that's room. the point here. None of that's the point. But we called it primitive hoteling. Because well, because you don't have like a fridge in your. There's no ice machine. Like you got it. We were like, okay, we need to find a grocery store, get a cooler. Which took us a bit of a travel to even find it. Because like I said, there's nothing around. There's nothing around. Which is nice. This is. It's not like you're going on a silent retreat where you're going to be removed from everybody, not talk to anybody for days. But you're definitely in. This is the place to just calm and relax. We've seen a couple people, like there's one person sitting each room. There's only like a handful of rooms. Each room, you get a door that sits out on this patio where we're sitting out right now, this long deck patio that runs the length of the hotel. And um, like all afternoon and all evening, there's been a couple of people, like there's been one couple at the very end of the row. They've been sitting in the like the rocking chair table thing outside of their room for, for hours. hours. Just sitting there, hanging out, relaxing. Hanging out, a meditating. A couple doors down. There's little meditation booths, like little yeah. phone booths that you can go into that's just for meditating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells you how to like, channel the spirit. And, and it kind of guides you through a meditation process. Mm-hmm. Or but usually, like, there's nothing. Uh, but anyway, back to the primitive hoteling. It's just a place to chill and hang out. There were a people a couple tables down from our room. Um, that were doing their number charts, numerology yeah. and stuff, and just hanging out there, sitting and talking. We're sitting at another end of the, the area right now um, as people come and go um, because, you know, the hotel completely shuts down, so there's not like a concierge or anything like that. Hang it's out. kind of like you're they told staying us four, in someone's house. Yeah, they told us at almost. 4 o'clock they locked house. the building up, so here's the key to get in the door if you, if you need to come in after 4 o'clock. Right. Um, so people have been coming and going. But <laughs> no, what I like about this place too is there's nothing touristy about none of it. There's none of these except for paying the people for your readings and your classes well, and whatnot. Well, that's how they make a living in this whole town. No, of course. But I'm saying there's none of this like yeah. hokey pay pay for this, pay for that thing. No. There's no like get a picture here. You know, no. get your photograph here. No, no, get no, no. Um, get some ice cream for the kids. Nope. None, none of that, of that stuff that. is present. Um, I mean, the closest you can find to even buying, like, a bo- snack. A snack. What is a snack machine that's just set up outside of this um, spiritualist bookstore that's here, it's which like, is like the only it's shop like here. Flashing creepily right now. So, yeah, it's just like water <laughs> and soda. Um, but it's it's awesome. Like this is more than I wanted or expected out yeah. of it already, and we haven't even had our reading yet. We're no. having a reading tomorrow. A no, couple's so. reading. All we've really done today um, is we've walked around the town a couple times. We've hung out in the hotel. They have this welcoming center slash um, like bookstore. And you can buy stones, you know, spiritual stones. You could, you could. It's a bunch of books about the town. Just about. What I like about it is so much of it is like small press stuff. A lot of things. Yeah. These the are books you're not going to find anywhere else. Right. They're or just pamphlets. Like, they're just like locally made yeah. kind of yeah. pamphlets. And a lot of them I'm realizing as I'm looking around some of the buildings that they have around the, the spiritualist camp here, mm-hmm. they're written by like the elders, the, lo- the, yeah. the, the people who established this community yes. um, decades ago, a century ago. So it is. And a lot of it, like the book that I started reading today, is they want you to understand their. Um, they want people to get away from the kind of me, uh, sensationalized part of like palm reading, tarot card reading, whatever, and kind of understand their spiritualistic um, goals or or basis, I guess yeah. you would say. So it's pretty and what's cool. What's interesting, last little bit about it. it. It's also not a super crowded place. When we got here, yeah, there were a lot of cars and a lot of people, but not a, 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 a ton, as they would say. And now as the shops, the readings have closed, the people doing all that. The restaurant closed. And it's just those of us who either live here or staying in the hotel. And there's like 10 rooms. 
there's like nobody here. That's so it. we're sitting on the back part of the hotel, overlooking part of the Spiritless camp. Um, there's actually usually, more cats than people. Yeah, usually there's a lot of noise <laughs> and background music going on. There might be very little this time. Some You hear the crickets and the cicadas. There is an abundance of cats all over the place, we've said. Um, even in our hotel room, there's a sign um, printed that says, do not let cats in your room. Um, and then when we were in this little welcoming center, they had a binder of the pictures of the various cats that roam the area and a little description about each. Each cat. Which I thought Maybe was, even their name. I yeah. No, it had their name. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. So what we typically do is we grab a drink and we talk about our movie. We are going to talk here about things heard and seen. If you're just popping in for the first time for our podcast, sorry it's taken us. Usually we don't give this much about our spot. But yes, I, we don't. I think we're going to be... This is a different type of spot we're at. We're going to be flipping. We're not at a bar. We're not at a coffee shop. We're not at a brewery. But we did go to Winn Dixie and get. Yeah, so so typically we have a drink (laughs) um, from the featured place. But tonight's, or this episode's featured place is the place, is Casadega. Right. Florida. But we do have, what are these? These are. um, Cutwater. What did you pick up for us? Cutwater vodka soda. Okay. Um, like a hard, I guess, I guess you'd call it a hard seltzer, but kind of in the can. Um, refreshing because we're sitting outside and it's warm. So what is like vodka and it's I just vodka had a cucumber soda. one? It's vodka soda, but it's in a can. So but the flip, vodka. Um, I have a grapefruit one. There we go. We have yeah. a cucumber one. It's vodka soda, but okay. it's in the can pre-mixed. <clears throat> so that's, what that's where we're at. And <laughs> that's, that gets all the way back to our primitive hoteling. We needed something. There's not a lounge or a bar or anywhere to sit and <laughs> no. to grab this stuff. Um, and heck, Amy if you want, trail mix. heck, if you want to <laughs> drink in Casadega in general, good luck. You, no matter what time of day it is, it's not a, a big thing here. No, heck, I don't even know. Well, no, they were serving mimosas this morning, so I was, I was about to say I don't even know if alcohol is a thing here on on the spiritual yeah, camp. Yeah, 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 it is. They have a bar inside. It's just closed. Yeah, yeah. But um, so that's our drink of choice this time around. We're we're sort of. Um, tailgating it a bit mm-hmm. here at the Casa de Hotel. Um, and we did see a film. So the other night we were in a hotel room. So last night we were in, should we? Yeah, we were in Deland, Florida. We were in Deland. It was like 15 minutes away. Awesome, awesome town. Home of Stetson. We loved Stetson it. Stetson University's there. And really cool town. Cool little town. So we stayed in that little. We stayed in a really cool little, place. Um, hotel there. And when we came in, we watched a movie. Well, we we're like, listen, we're gonna be podcasting from Casadega, no question. No question. But Perfect we, place to. But podcast we gotta from. follow the rules and see a movie the night before. Mm-hmm. We pulled up Netflix on our computer. I did a little, a little, uh, you know, a little, no, a little tomfoolery, circus, you know, tangling of the wires of the hotel TV. To connect the computer. And connected the computer to the TV, and we watched our Netflix on there. And we pulled up things heard and seen, as we have said. We had heard some things about it. I can admit, I think neither one of us were particularly crazy about seeing it initially. I I don't regret watching it, I think. But it wasn't something we actually really ever planned to do for this podcast. But It went really well with the Castadega theme, though. And as this, it says... Um, Supernatural. Yeah, it's about... Kind of t- qualities to it. And when we knew it's about um, Amanda Seyfried's character, her and her husband moving in to this house in sort of upstate New York, rural New York. Mm-hmm. And there's this sort of <clears throat> ghost... Spirit. Spirit that's presence. That's living in the house. Um, we're like, cool, there's a connection there. So let's watch it. So we did. And we did. We watched it. So things heard and seen. I guess we got to get to it. We're about yeah, 20 minutes let's in. Let's do it. Let's do it. From the Casadega cast. So. So what do you think of what you think of things heard and seen? Did you like it? There were parts of it I liked. There were parts of it that were really bothersome to me. I did not like the ending at all. Oh, um, okay. But it did keep my interest throughout. However, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, so it's... But I didn't love it. I think it's... I liked it more than I thought I would. 
Really? Because we talked about this. When we saw the trailer, we said mm. a while ago oh, when we saw the trailer. Oh, that movie's been done. Oh, we've seen this movie. Husband and wife move somewhere. Move into an old house. The woman gets freaked out by the spirits. But everybody thinks she's everybody crazy. Thinks she's crazy and... Somebody but gets then it turns out she's not crazy. She's not crazy, and blah, blah. And we've seen this fun. movie; it's been done. When we watched and, the trailer, that's and what I'm we admit, thought. It really kind of isn't that movie. It's not that movie. It's not, but what movie is it? That's well, my question. I think that's part of the problem. I'm not sure what that's movie. That's part of the problem. Of I'm the not movie. sure what the movie is. Because and so, there's two storylines going on. It's, this is just like the Angelina Jolie. It is. There are two different storylines going on, and you're trying to figure out what the better storyline is and how these are related even, you know, or, or they're not intersecting them well, you know? Well, yeah, and that's where I think my struggle with this lies. Because at the premise, as I said, the movie is this couple, husband and wife with a young daughter, move from their, it's in the 80s too, um, like 1980s, which I feel these days that people try to make more and more 80s horror movies because you don't have to deal with like cell phones and technology and cameras, video cameras. Yeah. You know, I think it's true. a way to kind of just write those things out. Write so, those things out. I don't know. At some point. Because you have to think like with a, well, a so modern many things movie are solved. Like with social media, this would all play out differently. Yes, I mean, really, that, or with cell oh, phones is, is, where you is, have is immediate there a ghost, access. Is there a ghost in your daughter's room? Just put the the nanny cam in there, right? right and right, we'll right. watch it. Oh, um, if, if there's some sort of issue or problem, just call on your cell phone, and someone will come save you. But anyway, beside the point, they moved from Manhattan because he, the father, the husband, got a job as a professor in the small college mm -hmm. and she they uproot their life they move she it, gives up whatever she her but, job was. but they never show you there's yeah the movie later on she makes a big deal about i gave up all this stuff to come i gave up my life but they it's like mentioned it in the beginning but i don't remember what she did she was some i think she she taught as well mm -hmm. but i don't remember what her job was no she was like a, just an art Restore, she restored art. Oh, right, 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 right. She didn't teach. Oh, they showed that in the beginning, yeah. She um, restored art. Yeah, but they never really show, like, what great life she gave up. Right, right. Um, or their life in general. Because mm -hmm. the, um, the movie felt long. I'm looking to see how long it was. It's two hours. Mm -hmm. It felt long. So they didn't have time to tell you all that stuff, I guess, or show you that. But anyway, so they moved to this old dairy farm house in New York State With their somewhere. little girl. With their like little girl. Four. And the little girl and the wife start experiencing little weird, subtle, supernatural things, but nothing that's like your jump scare, poltergeist, paranormal activity. Seem a little it's not cliche horror scare. The little girl is scared at night, basically, and ends up in their bed every night. Yeah. Because she's scared by something, or a woman, or a spirit a that presence. she sees in her room. Yeah. And um, that's kind of the the bulk of it for the little girl, really. Oh, but we learn later on that a murder happened in this home. Like the that the wife was unaware of, but the husband was aware of. The Yeah, the husband was aware this whole thing happened. That there was a, that the previous father murdered the mother in the and house. And the children. And the children, all the children, or? No. No, because the other two boys are the surviving, the ones that work oh, right, on the house. Because right, 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 right. the kids survived, but the mother died. Right, right. The mother died <laughs> in there previously. So it's a little bit of the haunting of, or not even the haunting, the presence of And there's a reason the why mother. the spirit has stayed in the house. Yes. But then also they allude You don't really that, know it at first. But they know. also allude that there's an evil present, spirit presence. There's another yeah. presence as But they well. never really show you the evil they presence. They never really go into that. Never. They're but, like, at one point they say there's another Because they do like a presence seance. here. They do a seance in the house. And they say there's an, another presence here too. But they never even kind of develop that at all. They still just focus on the the wife that had been killed, her kind of presence and and her reason for still being in the house. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> so that's my. So there, that's what you're saying. There's these two things. There's like the ghost well, story. Well, yeah, there's that, and then there's the story of the husband. But then, okay, it was not even the story of the husband. And I, uh, my feeling was, they're trying to draw this parallel between, by they I mean the filmmakers, of a failing marriage. Right. Yeah, that is, you know, the and that's the whole other storyline in it, I guess. The failing marriage, the wife's unhappiness, they do give you some backstory throughout it that they, she basically, like, got pregnant, they didn't know each other, then they got married after she was pregnant. Um, she... Is bulimic. That's a thread throughout it, which that bothered me. But, but I guess it was her. It was the well, it was symbolism a, it of was her a, ability, her trying to control what she can't control. But yeah, it was a struggle she had in life for whatever reason. They didn't go into why, but it turned into an element of control the husband had over her. Right. right. He told yeah. her when to eat. He chastised her if she wasn't eating or drinking her protein shakes. Right. Um, and like many things in the marriage, he sort of. Um, and she lied about if she ate or didn't eat. Or... Yeah. So there was this kind of mistrust so back and forth. But, but, but it was definitely this thing that he. She. And I'll tell you why the bulimic thing bothered me. The bulimic thing bothered me because I feel like it, they use that in the story to make her seem weaker. Okay. For uh, me, it uh, seemed yeah. that way. I put it as like a struggle she had, but then the husband used it as a way to... Control her more. It was just more controlling and not giving her any, any yeah. freedom in life. Like she, couldn't, she wasn't free to live where she wanted to live because they had to move. She had to give up her career. She right. can't even control what comes in and out of her body. Right. Um... And, it and, was a weird choice, I feel like. Yeah, uh, I felt like to, all the choices were weird, including, like, the ghost story choice. Because, yeah, that's what I said. like, this film, you're like, ultimately, it's, oh, it's about a woman needing to get free of her husband. A, a bad marriage. Her husband that we learned more and more is not who he kind of claims to be. He and cheats on her. He cheats on her. He kind of flirts with his students and insinuates um, as a college professor that all these young female students like him. And it insinuates that maybe other things have happened in the past mm -hmm. or that he's open to it. Mm -hmm. And we definitely see him. And you definitely don't see them having like a loving relationship at all throughout. No, no. And all that, and he enjoys the attention of yeah. being like the good looking professor. And she's sort of stuck at home. And so, and so it's the other piece about that and this sort of ghost story. That, that's the parallel I think you were saying, right? That the spirit that's there and what happened with her being killed, mm -hmm. it's this spirit's lingering in this house in a way to kind of protect or warn her. Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried in this Right, so the, the the spirit is actually there to help Amanda Seyfried. But she doesn't know that at first. And you really don't understand that until towards the end. But then... <laughs> but then <laughs> slowly... That's confusing when we're talking then, about it. But then slowly, or rather quickly, because they're only in... I think this movie really takes place over the course of like three months, mm -hmm. they say. But then husband, here's where I had started in trouble with it. Husband goes from like zero to 90 of just sort of somewhat crummy, bad husband. Right. Right. Um, Inattentive, kind of. Womanizing, starts to womanizing. cheat. But, so he goes from just like bad husband to completely evil, murderous man. Right. In like... Like no nothing. Time. Well, what happens is the pressure starts falling on him because people are realizing he isn't who he said he is. Yeah, he's and so he's taking on someone else's identity. So that's what I say. What I liked about the movie. So I the, think the pressure brings out the like I'll do anything to protect. Yeah, my but it was so identity, extreme. It but it was became, so quick and extreme. It almost extreme. became comical. Yeah, I agree. Like as each one of his sort of like what? lies unraveled, he was like having. 
it, it reminded me a little bit of our purple purple noon movie, Talented Mr. Ripley, mm-hmm. right? That you instantly have to start murdering people and, and covering up and everything. covering up all your tracks. And the the route he went to just becoming this murderous evil person didn't make sense to me. I agree. And I felt there was extra little things added to try to make it seem like... So here's the thing. I'll back up. One, I like the first hour of this movie a lot. The Mm -hmm. slow burn of just her, mostly Amanda Seyfried in the house, the occasional little spirit thing. Just being kind of frustrated at her husband and her situation. And even her husband kind of going off and doing his thing. I like that movie. It wasn't jump stairs. It was a bit of a mystery. You're seeing the parallels of this spiritual thing and their marriage. And she starts trying to figure it out by doing research and talking to people. Yeah. And, and, and it's a parallel to it, like her like trying to get her own footing and identity and place in this new town. Um, it's the husband sort of like not ridiculing her, you know, kind of gaslighting her, all these kind of things. Like you're just definitely gaslighting. You're just being your crazy self. Calm down. Don't be, you know, have you, are you, are are you to befriend other people? Yeah. Are you, are you eating? Mm -hmm. You're only acting like this way because you don't eat. Right. Like all those things. Right. So like, you know, I kind of like this movie. I can see the parallels. Like I can see what they're trying to do with the, the spirit presence in the house mm-hmm. and her situation mm-hmm. cool <laughs> right I, I right. like this movie um, it almost felt like a little indie suspense thriller with some horror elements mm-hmm. right not a bad movie um, then as you said it starts to just completely fall off the rails, I felt. And once it fell off the rails, it becomes this totally different movie. I, I agree. It's like psycho killer movie now yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, like I, you know, he starts. But every little thing, so so it's revealed that, every little he, thing so it's revealed that he gets to the college under false pretenses. Yeah, his job. Um, but, uh, but then it also starts hinting at, though we've never seen him once abuse his wife. They get in an argument at one point, and, she, and, and she's pushing. Push. He's push. She's pushes him. He pushes her. She falls down an embankment, and it like hits her cheek. Yeah, but even that is just like a fight that got out of hand. Yeah. But besides that, we've never seen him be abusive. No. Right. But then all of a sudden, he's like starting to be abusive and weird to any sort of woman he sees. Anyone. He comes across. It's like he completely different becomes a different character. Yeah. So I had a thought, but they never did this, right? One point in the movie, that older, the, ch- the department chair at the Lady. university, no, the male. Oh, the man. Who believes in all the spiritual stuff. He right. believes in spirits yeah. crossing over uh-huh. and, and kind of being, he, he talks about being stuck in this realm when there's still mm-hmm. business to take care of before mm-hmm. moving on. Um, he firmly believes in it. He's the one, when he goes to their house, he tells the wife, yeah, there's a spirit in this house. But it's here to help you. It's here for a reason. Accept it. Don't Welcome worry. it. It's, it's here. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, oh, wait a minute. There's an evil spirit in this house, too. Right? But who's the evil spirit? Well, I think it's the, the husband that killed the wife previously because oh. he killed himself, too. He killed too. himself. So my initial thought was, ooh, but they know. Ne- so apart from that line from the guy, I'm like, are we supposed to believe that maybe this evil spirit has sort of gotten into him, the husband, mm. and he's become the murderous type person? That's a good thought. Which it, I'm doesn't, like, it doesn't make it that explicit at They all. never make it explicit, but I'm like... Or even allude to that, really. Well, no, they never even hint at it. Like I said, they never even show you the evil spirit. But I'm like, well, what would explain his turn? Okay, being in this home... Being, like, she's being influenced by the positive, the mother, the dead mother spirit, right? That's protecting her, that's looking out for her. Because I think there's even that one time where it's even a little hard to hear that the mother spirit says things like, we will always be here for you, we will protect you, or something, whatever she's saying in that weird spirit voice. So my thought was, well, maybe the guy, the husband, 
He got the old evil possessed thing. It would know? almost make more sense. Like Twin Peaks Bob taking possession <laughs> of people, making <laughs> them kill people, right? That would make more sense. Yeah. I mean, it would, but it, it that's such a, like, sit back, digest, and think about that. That is well, not I'll, something that the average person might come up with. I don't no, and I was even thinking that. of that during the movie. Yeah. I was. No. But here's the problem. That doesn't work. Because they introduce something later in the film to insinuate he's always been this oh, evil person. This evil person. Right. Yes. Because he has these paintings yes. in his office that he claims he made. But he didn't. His cousin did. His cousin did, who died in a boat accident. Tri- fell overboard and, and drowned, which the husband was on this boat. And he's then? taken over this guy's, trying to take, tried to take over this guy's identity. Well, he did in the way of, and it's like Talented Mr. Ripley all over again, right? right? It really is. Even with the sailboat, well, Talented Mr. Purple Noon, right? Even with the sailboat connection. Yeah, that's right? true. <laughs> it really felt like that. Um, so when they told us that, and that happened when he was like a teenager, so now I was like, oh, wait a minute. So is this their way of saying he was always a bad guy, but he just put his bad guy, murderous, psychopath tendencies on pause for 10 or 15 years, and now he's back? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It didn't all come together for me because of all those reasons that we're talking about. So like that's my big just... problem. I don't understand why he became psychopath killer. Um. I mean, besides the pressure to protect his his life, which... I mean, I guess you could say the route of, oh, you've gone off the rails of that instant cracking because you're being exposed as a fraud um, at the university or the college, so you have to go after everybody. But that also doesn't explain even further down the line with him and his wife. Like, I can get that, but only the fact that, you know, at this point, their marriage is over and failing. But he's even then not willing to, he's not so distraught at this point that he wants to end his own life. No. Oh, no, not at all. He wants to move on. But, yeah, so that whole, like, the last act of this film... I feel like the movie was really disconnected. Um, so none of it, none of it pieced together. And that was my problem with yeah, it. Yeah, none, none of, of it, it came together. Gelled, especially the end. Well, then the end, they try to weave in this. There's this, this painting. other professor. Well, there's this too. painting throughout the whole movie that the that the chair head of the college liked, the one who could who believed in the spirits. Um, this image about passing on. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the plane between existence and heaven and hell and mm-hmm. where the spirits go and, and that thing, right? And the ending is even trying to now turn it to some sort of artistic symbolism. symbolism of the husband being confronted with mm-hmm. those realms um, as he's sailing in a sailboat. None of that connects it, to the actual. It movie just then went. Just the ending feel, felt very like what, like that's how, it, what you know. I just felt very like, what did I say when it ended? Okay. Yeah. That was it. Let's go to bed now. <laughs> okay. Well, my thought was like, of course, that's how it's gonna end. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. It felt like a movie that had these ideas about spiritualism and because I think I, that's the thing I was even looking up I look up on letterbox.com right um, it even says here like mistrust your senses is what the tagline for the movie is and and, and, and it even says here in the description Catherine increasingly finds herself isolated and alone she soon comes to a sense to sense a sinister darkness lurking both in the walls of the ramshackle property 
and in her marriage to George. Right? Yeah, just the parallel of the parallel of those two things didn't work. Well, they had they had a good idea, and that's the first half is a good the idea. The idea was good. Rundown house that needs to be repaired. Marriage that needs a marriage to be that's repaired. running down that needs to be repaired, and a lingering spirit from another failed marriage and a husband that ended up destroying that life, and all of that kind of works as this neat little piece, right? But somewhere along the line, they had to turn it into this yeah. psycho killer movie. Uh-huh. And the ghost stuff even almost didn't matter. I felt like it never mattered. Yeah, and the only thing I semi-liked about it, really, was that it was not like this evil spiritual ghost. That it that was yes. kind of a twist in the yes. fact that the ghost wasn't there to haunt them I or to it, be evil. And they didn't have to do... Because that's though, not your typical ghost in the house story. Yeah, even though they had the seance scene, So that was a good thing. I was so happy this wasn't, oh, the little girl constantly seeing the ghost... And then the family slowly believing the girl. Like poltergeist or yeah. something. Yeah, or poltergeist, know? the conjuring, like all these films. All of them. It wasn't that. Insidious. Like it wasn't that So I, I was relieved in that. Even with the seance and all that, it didn't turn out to be this like super scary seance, so which made it more intriguing, which also what connects it to Casadegas because these things aren't, these things are two people that, practice spiritualism yeah. these are not scary things these are part of their practice that's yes i like and that. healing it was, really it was a subtle movie at first the first hours this it was subtle uh-huh. all of it was subtle and it was nice watching uh the movie about all this and even the husband the wife slowly figuring out the lies of the husband like not telling about the house figuring out that the boys that were hired to work on the house uh-huh. That was their house and their parents that were murdered in it. It was their mom that was... Like, all of that was intriguing. Mm -hmm. Like, that dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then they just flushed it all away, the second half. They did. They definitely did. And it becomes, like, even to the point, right, where the husband, George, the character, right... This the the British British actor. We looked him up earlier. Um, We weren't too familiar with um, James Norton. Mm -hmm. And he has that, you know, kind of like... You know, his hair is like long on one side, but it's always nice and good. But then as he starts losing it, right, it's disheveled it and it's always falling in his face. Yeah. And and it's like, yeah. So, though Things Heard and Seen was not the movie we would thought it would be. It was it, not. It still turned out not to be the movie we wanted it or needed it to be. Does that make right. sense? Well, yeah. We wanted it, it to be good. <laughs> We wanted it to be good. Um, it wasn't. Um, but there were things that were intriguing about it or that were that we thought were it's, good in it. And I hate to be this person. It's the issue with many Netflix movies. They're they're fine. They're okay. Right. Like they look good. And they, they have, have good actors. They give good actors and good folks in them. But there's just something about them. Good folks. I like that. They got some good folks in them. good folks in them. They do. <laughs> but there's some things about them that never let them click into something beyond just, oh, that was fine. Mm, that was they don't okay. become great. Yeah, they're just these. You don't want, you walk away going, okay. That was fine. I don't know. That's fine. You know. It's like you can. There are enough that, you know, people see them because everybody has Netflix and they can watch it. It's like, but it's, this is, yeah, it's things heard and seen. The girl, the woman in the window. Mm-hmm. Even like Stowaway, I'm still, I'm still fairly, I expect, mm, out of everything we've talked. The woman in the window talked, is better than this. No. I don't know if it was. I, 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 I disagree. Know I know, but I, I disagree. know you disagree. It I, wasn't great, but it was better than this. I liked the first half of this movie a lot. I was okay. really into it. Okay. And then I got really out of it real quick. <laughs> so I think as a whole movie, yeah, Woman in the Window is probably better. But the first half of Things Heard and Seen, definitely, definitely enjoyed that. Watch it for an hour and turn it off and then just make up in your mind 
how it goes from there. What are those like adventure stories where yeah, you create your adventure. own ending? <laughs> create your own ending. So that's things heard and seen. Yeah. I mean, you know, it did fit somewhat well with our Castega. I mean, it didn't damper our Castega experience at all. No, no. And I'm glad we <laughs> talked about it, but it, in some ways it's sitting here um, on a, you know, muggy Florida night in Casadega, Florida, outside of the, the Hotel Casadega. It was nice talking about a movie that in some ways got it wrong when it came to, uh, or did like supernatural spiritual things wrong mm-hmm. as a film. Yeah. Um, when you're in a place that's so focused on it, you can kind of see the better way to go about it. You know, mm-hmm. not that, I don't know. It's good to be thinking about those things and talking about it within a movie, maybe. Yeah. And it was I a good agree. lead in to maybe even get our own or people's general misconceptions about a place like Casadega or a place that has a spiritualist camp. And I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we kind of, oh, let's watch the spooky ghost movie before we go to the right. spiritualist camp. Right, right, right. Um, but in the, in the end, the, the spiritualist camp, I mean, it's just like any other religion, right? That you, or belief system, I guess you might want to say, belief system. It's not, if you're open to understanding what other people believe and how they go about and what they get from it, there's nothing spooky about it it's, no. or different I, about it. I, I will say this. Like I said, we've only been here a day. But when we're walking around these parks in this neighborhood, you feel, community, you, you feel the spirits. No. I do. I get the vibes. Of, well, it's, we had this one interesting thing where we're walking around. Back to Casadega cast. We're back yeah. to the Casadega cast. Welcome, guys. So don't see things heard and seen. Go to Casadega instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's our recommendation. Take the trip. Make the trip. Make the trip. Do it. Pause your Netflix account for a few months. Save some (laughs) cash and stay. Go So we're walking around. This is where we'll end. We're walking around Casadega this evening. It's about 730-ish. Sun's going down. We were at, what was that? It wasn't the healing tree. This is awesome weird tree. Remember? Yeah, yeah. The healing tree. Was it the healing tree? Yeah. So we're at the healing tree. I mean, it has another name, but what it is is a healing tree. Yeah. Or the spiritual tree or the... Healing tree. It was the healing tree. Yeah. And there's two benches sitting there, the healing tree. But then there's, apart from that, there's these other two sort of bushes, but they have these stones around the bushes at their base. Mm-hmm. That's where they kind of planted them. We walk there, Ben, I'm looking at this, and then we walk over to this next neighboring park a little ways down, and that has the healing center... Right, it's like an octagonal, this small little octagonal building, building that looked like boom, ten people might could fit in it. Maybe. And that was one of the original places in the eighteen eighteen hundreds. That was like the church, I guess. The church, and then eventually they built this larger building. Like and that right next became to it. the healing center. And that became no, that yeah, no, that became the memorial center. So they do healing by but like laying laying hands. Laying hands yeah. My yeah. point is, that we see this, and you see this little wooden octagon. Octagonal building called the Healing Center. You see this healing tree, this like weird, somewhat gnarly moss, moss Spanish moss covered tree. That's not. I mean, it might still have leaves on it, but most of it was the, the shape of it, of it was odd. Yeah, uh-huh. really most odd. of it was like bare bark and bare branches. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and plus for us movie folk, you're watching this like. This has like midsummer vibes. This place. This For has sure. um, the sacrament. Remember that movie, the sacrament. Did it's we like watch Lucy that based together? on the Jim Jones. Yes. Camp of the sacrament. But what it really reminded it reminded us, us was the wet, the path, the path of the Hulu the series on, on, on Netflix. The town kind. The town kind of reminds you of that. Now you don't have people walking around. That's like, the thing. You don't have like, all the, these followers and people yeah, no, like no, no, following one sort of way and here. this sort of this. Um, you know, but the town thing. does. It's all these little kind but, of... But, but the, the locale and just the general vibe... Vibe of the town. 
um, mm-hmm. and the way it's set up and the secluded nature of it. Like I said, it's not a gated, like, gated community. You can sure. come in and go in as you want. Yeah, you don't have people like approaching you. To no, no. <laughs> like I said, there's not one. <laughs> there's not. Like, there's not one. Get a reading or two. No, but there's not one religion mode that's being no. focused here. It's just a general spiritual center. So anyway, speaking of movies and the place we're at and kind of finding a movie to watch coming to a place like this. So I thought you were going to talk about the little path we went down. Oh, Where and so, were you going no, with no, that? I, no, I, I wanted to talk about how it made me feel like those movies a bit. Oh, okay. okay. Just the general spots. But we'll to end with, it is a, a world of possibilities here you never know as we were walking along one of the parks we saw just like a trail that entered into the woods just a random trail and he's like i bet there's a seance going on i didn't say i bet a seance i said wouldn't it be (laughs) neat if we walked through this path and it opened up into something in the woods right i I, I said a gathering like an area where people would gather and do uh, they also do like native american tribal yeah things here as well with like totem poles yeah they do yeah. And so we walked down the path at 8 o'clock at night. Sun was still up. Mm-hmm. And we walked on it a ways. And then it just leads to this little park by a lake. So we were fine. It was, but I did hear some. I, yeah. I did. <laughs> I heard a spirit. It went something like this. All right. And with that, I think <laughs> we'll end the episode. Um Coming it did. From, coming and it live, was like a little cave. Coming too. live to you from Casadega, Florida, <laughs> Hotel Casadega. Um, we always cheers at the end. We got cheers. our aluminum cans of our, our cut water vodka soda. And so we'll cheers. Cheers. That was pretty good. Three that times. Was Three terrible. times a <laughs> um, Like I said, we do post pictures on Instagram if you are curious about Casadega at all. That's what I think is the more interesting part of this podcast than the film. Though you might disagree. But we do post things on Instagram at night before podcast. So you can see a few Isn't of our Isn't it night pictures. before movie podcast? No, we are the night before movie podcast, okay. but our Instagram is night before podcast. We always argue about this. Okay. No, night I mean, there's nothing to argue. That's yep, just what it. it is. I forget. I forget. I forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess our plan is it's. We're going to sit out here for probably a couple more hours. We'll play some cards. We got cards. We got, got snacks. Yahtzee to go. And we're going to wake up tomorrow and get our reading, our couple's reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we might post about that. Yeah, or not. Maybe. Probably not, though. Depending what we we'll find out. we'll move on to the next movie. Yeah, Maybe we'll give an true. update in future episodes. We'll, we'll give an update. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll circle, circle back to it. Okay. All right. I guess that's well, it. This was fun. Was it? Yeah. I'm sweating and a little buggy, but this was fun. So what happens when you podcast at night in I Florida? I really enjoy being... In the summer. Oh, do you hear that? Yeah, it's like a frog that's or something. Um, ooh. I really enjoy going to just like random little towns with you. It's really one of my favorite things to well, do. And we have plenty of weird ones to track down. So, so we'll more and more. To the start of summer. All right, cool. All right. I guess that's it. Okay. All right, bye. Bye.